Imagine if Trump died while we were recording. <laughs> Apparently he's okay. They've been posting images that totally aren't like staged. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that photo of him writing his own name. So, um, yeah, it's called he's signing. <laughs> signing. Yeah, well, as long as you can <laughs> write your own, own name, name over again. That means you're doing great. Yeah, classically, people on their deathbeds are never signing anything. Um, <laughs> What's that's not a thing they do. <laughs> yeah, there's no documents you have to go over, like wills or whatever. Mm. No, but yeah. like one of the things that they, like one of the photos they posted, he's just like writing on a blank piece of paper. Yeah, yeah, like he's doing work. They're trying to <laughs> stage it as, uh, yeah, exactly, as him doing work, but it's just clearly just photo ops. That is what I do at work. If I see someone walk behind my desk, I'm like, mm, I start writing something in my little notebook. I'm like, haha, appointments. It's relatable, I guess. Uh-huh. It's really good. I'm becoming I, very good at looking busy. I was going to watch Jim uh, on SNL yesterday, but I haven't gotten around to it. I heard I heard Jim was great, and it just made Alec Baldwin's Trump look so much worse in comparison. Mm-hmm. It's because Alex Baldwin's Trump is kind of like pro-Trump. <laughs> he yeah, says, it, he Baldwin, says it's not, but it is. Alec Baldwin kind of sucks in general. Like he had, he apparently has a podcast, and he had Woody Allen on it this year. Oh, cool! Mm-hmm. That's cool. What uh, a fun that's like guy taking to a talk stand. To. They talked about how his book is coming out, but it's being censored. Did they invest? Oh, did he book. think about? Did he think about why he might be being censored? <laughs> They're like, oh, it's bad that people are doing this for no reason. Anyway, moving on. I'm obsessed with that article from someone who read the book. Who was like, the book is just horrifying in multiple ways. But what's like the worst bit about it is like it's so empty. Like he actually doesn't think anything about films at all. He's just like, yes, this was fun. I liked to do this, mm. and then it moves on, and then he just starts calling like his ex-wife crazy for like half the book it's amazing good stuff i am i am obsessed with that uh artic- that uh cover of like i think time magazine from 2016 17 ish that had like alec baldwin putting on his trump wig and the oh, wow. headline was can satire save the republic can it no, no. <laughs> is snl satire I don't know. That's the big question here. I mean, what is satire? Satire is when it's not really funny, but you're led to believe that it is. That it could be funny. You know, it's like, it might be funny, but only if you're really like a serious person. I think satire is 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 when it's it's not not funny, it's just smart. (laughs) I think that there is good satire, but um, it's mostly just Chris Morris. Um, um, Chris Morris is good. Yeah, but, but then he got funny. pulled off the air for making jokes about how this country is nonce island. Um, I know, which was funny actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that was effective satire because it pissed people off, like the R. right R. people. R. I. P. Peter Geddon episode. <laughs> um, we hardly knew you. Um, yeah. But SNL, Rossi, I miss you. Um, SNL is like that? the most, the most lib washed. Uh, Mhm. But I heard Jim Carrey was on it last night, so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, did you also see though? Is it is it Kate McKinnon? Did a uh, yeah. It's always uh, Kate McKinnon. Did she do an tribute? Ruth Bader 
Ginsburg. Yeah. She did it, and um, it involved like saying "rest in power," which is cool. Yeah, that's like a cool thing to say for like I don't know. For like yeah. a racist judge, yeah. Like a racist old lady. Yeah. Um, what's that thing about satire in a political sense satisfying the dissatisfaction that you have with the political system, and then leading you to take less change? That was like a thing, right? Well, it's like if you have enough, like pithy satire in the media you might just start to think like oh yeah maybe everybody else thinks the same thing that I do but it doesn't change anything and in some cases I think it can lead you to be a bit more complicit um, I'm think- yeah. I'm talking about have I got news for you here mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think in Germany satire has just gotten to mean making jokes about politics uh-huh. mm-hmm. Like just in a just in a broad sense, yeah, hundred percent. Doesn't matter. Like our like leading new satire show, which is just a ripoff of um, of the Daily Show. It it is literally mm-hmm. also called Heute Show, like Today Show. Mm. Um, and it's like it's so ridiculously lib, or or it's it's not even lib. It's centrist. <laughs> like they. <laughs> All the jokes are just like so light-hearted uh, ribbing about any politician, but like n- none of that, none of the criticisms are substantial. It's just about how oh, this guy has a stutter. Oh. Yeah, it's like aesthetic. Funny. It's aesthetic rather than ideological. Yeah, yeah. and they had um, like yeah. politicians from all parties come on their show and get a light-hearted ribbing but more of a you know it, it always became more of a, i guess it's the same with uh, have i got news for you yeah right? i was gonna say this sounds like the have i got news for you for, but yeah for germany no it really does um, um, how would you say that in german hab ich nachrichten für dich yes <laughs> i'm clapping <laughs> amazing mm. oh speaking of clapping <laughs> <laughs> i'm clapping on on the time um, okay, do let's do us- 42. Okay. okay. 42 is the meaning of life. According- wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> only right, nerds will nerds? get this. <laughs> the cake is a lie. <laughs> if only there's a way to find the geeks and gamers listening the, to this does podcast. Does anyone else <laughs> fucking love science? I fucking love science. Have you ever thought about quarks? I do. All the time. <laughs> I, I refuse to think about quarks because I... I fear to become Sheldon Big Bang Theory if I do that. Yeah, because he's like, I'm a smart man. Quarks. You think about things one time and and then you can't stop saying Bazinga. Yeah. That happened to me. It's true. Um, Luckily, I got better, but it could strike again at any time. Yeah. The Bazinga Quark is like one of the famous ones, I think. (laughs) Up, down, top, bottom, strange, and Bazinga. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it is. Are there like uh, is the science community like really full of top bottom jokes? No, because they don't know what it means. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wondered if it's like that or like the Harry Potter subreddit being like the the wand making subreddit uh, being. Like, <laughs> Haha! Yes, I get it. Very mature of you to allude that a wand might look like a penis. Mm. We've all gotten over it. It's. You know, you don't need to be so childish to point out how much this ridiculously looks like holding a penis in your hand. It's just funny. It's really uh, they, funny. They used to call them something else. They used to call top bottom some something else, and I can't remember what it was. Up, I know down. this is very interesting. 
No, because no, that's that's the other ones. It's up, down, top, bottom, strange, and charm. They call this them the flavours. Oh, it used to be beauty and truth, that's it. It used to be up, down, beauty, truth, strange, charm. Beauty and truth! <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. No, yeah. I was thinking about how there should be, like, a, and maybe this exists, um, like a like a science parody song of Temptation by New Order. Uh, mm-hmm. Where they like fill in like it starts down with up starts with up down and then they fill in like the rest of the names of the quarks so you can like memorize them from the song. That's pretty good. That's a pretty clever idea. Like we used to do. Um, uh, what did we used to do? <laughs> it was like uh, if you need a oh, pi r squared sounds like radius to me. If you need a circumference, you just use pi d. See that? That's, pretty, That's good. pretty good, but it's nowhere near as good as the electromagnetic spectrum song that I learned in school, which I'm going to sing for you now. Um, oh yeah, that, I mean that's that's classic. Yeah, that's a classic one. The electromagnetic spectrum. It's just a name for the types of radiation. Let me tell you what they are: radio <laughs> waves, microwaves, infrared radiation, visible light, ultraviolet, X-rays, gamma rays. <laughs> Beautiful content. Yeah, it's good stuff. And now our listeners pay for the electromagnetic spectrum. If anyone asks you what's in the electromagnetic spectrum, before you didn't know, but now you do. Yeah, you've just seen the song. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, if anyone asks you and you're a a patron of this show, just like smugly pull up your phone and play this episode. (laughs) Yeah, they'll love it. They'll go. I can see why this is worth the Patreon bucks. I I agree. (laughs) Yeah. Edutainment. My planet fell on you, and it was strong. Your action in the life have all been crushed because of all which is working. And the worst I put a spell on you, and now you're mine. Welcome to Welcome. our episode. I guess this is L Space. Um, L space slash incantations. I yeah, guess. It's L, sp- L space presents. Yeah, L space presents um, the infernal incantations. The infernal incantations. Immortal. The book that we're writing. <laughs> Brackets hot. It's, um, crossed it's out immortal, Eric. Chad. <laughs> <laughs> it crossed out Faust. Crossed out Eric. Hard spell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that's a very clever idea for a title. Um, yeah, and this week Lucy's been working on the first chapter of the book, mm-hmm. Infernal Incantations. Immortal. Yeah. Um, I can't believe you're getting the title uh, of our own book wrong. Well, oh, it's hard. Yeah. I think I've <laughs> gotten that wrong. In Immortal Incantations? Yeah. I mean, do you want to change it to Infernal? I thought it was Infernal. Because I'm, I'm seeing you have it as Infernal Incantations in the Google Docs somehow. Oh, I didn't realise that. I think we, we said... Oh, okay, great. Because <laughs> the Google Doc also says immort- also says infernal incantations, but um, I'm ninety nine percent sure we agreed on immortal. Yeah, well, my word document says immortal. Yeah. What if we just do it like both? <laughs> like there's never any consistent. Listeners, what do you name? think? We, we could talk. We could do a poll. We could do a poll. Is it infernal or immortal? Which do you prefer? It and makes absolutely it... no difference to the story. Uh, no. I... Infernal would imply that we're going to hell at one point. Well, there are demons. Are demons, demons are a major yeah. plot point. Yeah, that's true. But immortal so. is also 
important because there's also they're also like immortal or there's like some immortality stuff involved i assume i don't fully remember what we agreed on doing yeah (laughs) yeah i can go over the um because after we finished last time i re-record i re-recorded i wrote up like (laughs) um a little plot summary I'm imagining mm-hmm. you actually re-recording the episode that we recorded together and posting that instead. <laughs> <laughs> it's just me talking. I've decided to cull the both of you. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, it would be an honor to be culled by you. <laughs> imagine the the like audacity of <laughs> just listening to your own podcast audio, but like fine-tuning the jokes you make. So. Yeah. <laughs> you appear much <laughs> more witty than everyone else on the podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would never do that. <laughs> that would be funny. So Our I podcast I clean can, unedited. Yeah, I can go over the plot summary I've got, which will be um, giving up all the goods. But I mean, we already kind of did that last time. Or I can just launch straight into the chapter that I've written about one thousand five hundred words of, which is not much, but. Okay. I mean, yeah. Do you want to just read it out, or? Um, I mean, I, I guess, I, I guess. Um, <laughs> I'm like. Or you could send it to us, and we could all read it out together. That would be fun. Okay, you're gonna have to be nice. <laughs> There's a bit in this where I just have some <laughs> square brackets. Um, okay. Uh, where I say something happens here. <laughs> <laughs> funny <laughs> you put in some funny jokes if you open up the google document i'll paste it in there at the bottom oh i see it has appeared Ooh, that's a lot of text i'm so proud of you thank you i've already been written so many words quite busy this week um mm. it's not this wasn't hard to write apart from the fact where i don't know how to write past tense for some reason um <laughs> It's tricky because it's like it's not happening now. It happened before, and Oof. you're like, "What's that about?" That is, that is a very hard concept for me to grasp as a person always living in the present. You know, always making yeah. the most of every moment. This is just my life philosophy. I'm just quirky <laughs> like that. <laughs> I'm trying to put. Um, there's a text to Luke in this chapter, and I'm trying to find a different font to put it in. There we go. <laughs> okay, so how do we want to read this out? Um, so I can do. There's not very much speaking. Um, we can just like trade parag- like paragraph each paragraph. of us. Not yeah. paragraph or paragraph, but like we can read a few paragraphs and then like. I'm fine. Paragraph to paragraph. I think that <laughs> paragraph would be funny. to paragraph is good. Shall I begin? <laughs> okay. I'm, please be nice because again, I've had no time. <laughs> That's okay. And this is I'm excited. Meant to be bad. Okay. It's but let's do. We do need to do like some some lead in text, right? So like imagine I I assume you're not gonna do like some very high level editing on this, but like imagine some like dreamy uh, music playing here, like you know the, the lead in music that you hear when a dream sequence starts, you know? Yeah. Oh please. Oh, I'll do some. Yeah, I'll do some fun. I'll do some oh, fun nice. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Heartspell, chapter one. <laughs> Okay, I'm not going to be able to get through this. All right. <laughs> I'm pulling in my, like, advertising voice. Heartspell, mm-hmm. chapter one. Night still lay over London as I headed to work in the early morning, leaves and litter both crunching under my feet as I climbed the stairs out of the already crowded tube. 
the suits in Canary Wharf hadn't started heading to the offices yet, but everyone who worked at the cafes they frequented had, and I was jostled non-stop as I made my way to Tottenham Court Road. The sun was yet to make an appearance, and I felt myself longing back to the summer months as I ducked past commuters into the darker, damp side streets, feeling a chill run through my coat. Illuminated in the golden glow of a single street lamp, nestled on the corner, stood the shop. Who's next? Uh, okay. <clears throat> the bearded dragon bookshop has sat on a back street, just tucked away from the hubbub of the main road for some 300 years. Built by witches in the 1700s, it was created as a base for all supernatural activity in London. <laughs> Hidden from... <laughs> Hidden from humans as a space for witches to come and practice magic. The ancient beams, the door that's about a head too short for a modern population, and the creaky floorboards had served for centuries with only a little magic for maintenance, the ghosts of a thousand footsteps leaving their mark on the worn-down steps outside. The building itself is crooked, separated from the chain pub next door by a thin alleyway. And that's where I work. <laughs> Letting out a deep, beleaguered sigh. I walked up to the door and dug into my bag for the shop keys, struggling to rifle through the debris I usually let collect inside. The issue with using magic to make your bag a little bigger on the inside is it just makes it near impossible to find anything. I finally <laughs> felt my fingers close around the cauldron keyring and I pulled them out, triumphant, a series of receipts falling to the pavement as I did. I bent down to pick them up before opening up the shop door, the door letting out an impressive, exhausted creak as it swung open. Yeah, me too, I muttered to the hinges, <laughs> stepping inside and flicking on the lights. The smell of dusty old books hit me like a train. <laughs> As smells do, yeah. Yeah, they do do that. <laughs> Okay. A, century <laughs> a centuries-old bookshop will get in new additions, but witches are traditionalists, and the bearded dragon had certainly never felt the need to get rid of any old ones either. The shelves were piled with ancient-looking grimoires, heavy tomes detailing the ancient spells used by witches to build the society we live in today. I'm pretty sure there were a few scrolls lying around somewhere. I dumped my bag on the counter and began to set up shop taking a few minutes out to make myself a strong black coffee and check my phone. No messages. Well, no, that's untrue. I had a text from my phone company saying my bill was overdue. No good messages. <laughs> I bustled through the store, setting up the till, restocking some dwindling shelves, checking downstairs in storage to make sure we hadn't been robbed in the night. I cast my usual anti-damp charms in the basement, glancing what? nervously at something that was either a spot of black mold or a particularly large spider in the far corner. Business as usual. Back upstairs, I opened the blinds and stared out onto the street just as it started to rain again. Thankful now that at least I was inside, I returned to my coffee and sat down at the desk, heaving a heavy sigh and wishing I was still in bed. No need to open up shop immediately. No one was coming in at this time in the morning. I never understood why the witch council insisted we open up so early anyway. I pulled out my phone, glancing through my messages again and quickly typed out a text to Luke. Morning, sunshine. Don't know if you've seen it yet, but it's lovely weather we're having. <laughs> <laughs> I hit send and glanced once more out the window, the wind picking up and beating the increasingly heavy rain against the single panes of the shop. 
I watched, raising an eyebrow as I saw an umbrella roll like tumbleweed across the street outside, smacking into a street lamp before being whisked away out of sight. Placing my hands together, I closed my eyes and muttered a soft weather protection spell. Nothing major, but hopefully enough to stop the leak we always seem to get in the crime section. <laughs> I didn't want to be I didn't want to be having to get out of my seat for setup buckets anywhere today. <laughs> okay. Yeah, mistyped that one. <laughs> I was exhausted. My dreams the night before had been fitful, nightmarish. I'd woken up at 3 a.m. sweating, panicked that someone else was in my head. Hopefully these weren't premonitions. <laughs> that would suck. <laughs> I'm gonna read one more because this was such a short one. I was messing around on my phone again when someone rapped at the door and drew my gaze up. Cressida stood outside, one of our regulars, cowling at me. Whoops. I gave her an apologetic wave and got up, quickly opening up the main shop door for her. She was bone dry. <laughs> she was bone dry, having evidently cast an umbrella spell, but she might as well have gotten soaked for the look she gave me. <laughs> the sign on the door says you open at seven, she said, curtly, her thin lips pursing in disapproval. It's half past. Sorry, I got distracted, I replied, and she glanced down at my phone, still in hand, and sniffed. Mm. Should I do the next one? Or? Yeah. Yeah? Listen, we're all witches here, but Cressida has a very particular crone-like quality about her that makes me think of what would happen if you sucked all the joy out of someone, much like a prune. Her thin grey hair is so tightly pulled back on her head it pulled her eyebrows up, giving her a constant air of irritated surprise. She fixed me with a hard stare. I returned it aloof. Clearly deciding she'd had enough of me for one day, Cresta sniffed again and stalked off, her long black skirt swishing on the floor as she made her way to the supernatural history section. Cressida teaches young witches, spells, history and culture, if you can call it that. She taught me. It's been some years now since I was in one of her classes, and you know what? I haven't missed them. The sun began to rise outside, filtering over the rooftops. I decided to start actually working. Haley Juniper, shop girl and witch for hire. That's me. I pulled out my spellbook and ordered a notebook from my bag and set them down on the counter, flipping both open. Appointment started at 10, when Jenna came in to take over on the shop floor. And I had a vampire booked in f and I had a vampire booked in first for a sun protection spell booster. Easy enough. Someone coming in after that for an anti-balding potion. I didn't have to do anything too complicated to do. Nevertheless, long-term <laughs> spells required prep work. Um, the hours passed quicker than I thought they would, Cressida eventually leaving without buying anything, shooting me a glare as she did. The shop did eventually get busy. I had to keep looking up for my spells to help people out and work the register. Jenna came in about ten minutes early for her shift. How's it, how's it been, she asked me. Shaking out her long hair as she removed her hat. Jenna was maybe one of the most casually beautiful I know. She had that particular kind of cool you normally only see in the French. <laughs> yeah, alright. Chrysida sends her love as always, I replied, closing up my books and stacking them up. How are you? Already bored, she said, and I laughed, picking up my books, tucking them under my arm. That's the spirit. I'm gonna go and set up upstairs. Give me a shout if you need anything, I said giving her an encouraging pat on the back. Jenna rolled her eyes, 
but a smile tugged at her lips nonetheless as she took the now vacated seat behind the till. The spiral stairs creaked as I climbed quickly up to the floor above, having to duck my head a little. The bookshop had study spaces, a meeting room, an attic where all the world's dust was stored, and the <laughs> consultation rooms, <laughs> where people like me, witches for hire that is, worked our magic. Literally. <laughs> I, entered, <laughs> I entered room one and flicked on the light, the gloomy day outside not enough to give me the ambiance I wanted, even though the sun was fully risen in the sky. I lit a few candles, sat down at my desk, cracked my knuckles and prepared to work. And here is where I kind of uh, ran out of time. So in square brackets, I've just put in all caps. Appointments happen. Luke arrives to pick up a book, a book slash talk to Haley, And then also in square brackets. Ha ha humor. Yeah. Ha 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 humorous conversation, which I've spelled wrong. Yeah. I, I'm imagining um, Luke leaning over the desk to talk to her. Um, it's like a bit. It's like very like best friendy, I guess, yeah, right? Yeah. It's like yeah, oh, some light-hearted ribbing. Like we know each other really well, yeah. and that's like our relationship. Yeah. And then I have this uh, two last lines afterwards. Um, okay. Which you guys can do. And um, <laughs> imagine. Yeah. Well, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> imagine okay. a lot of jokes being made. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I, yeah, so she's like, oh, um, got all this in today. And Luke's like, well, you know, you're busy every day. And she's like, God, I wish I was. And I wish I could go on adventures like my parents did in their youth. And, uh-huh. and then Luke's probably like, but your parents are always like so in love. It's kind of gross. And she's like, oh, yeah, I know, it's disgusting. I can't imagine loving anyone like that. Um, <laughs> It's almost like they could read each other's minds. (laughs) You know, I just think that I'm not cut out for having that kind of relationship. I think I'd just be happy if I could have a real adventure. Mm -hmm. What's what's Mm -hmm. Luke saying in this situation? Well, Luke's sort of the other half of the conversation. So he's like, yeah, I mean, you know, I love your parents, but it's kind of gross, lol. But what's he saying to lead up into these last couple of lines under the square brackets? He's like, I always figured you for the sort who'd uh, want to have an adventure. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I always thought you were sort of uh, an exciting person, dynamic, ready to go out there in the world and change things, you know? (laughs) That's yeah, good. I I always thought you were, uh, I always thought you were more about action than uh, just working in a shop. Yeah, and that's where she says the line, which yeah. one of you guys wants to. Yeah, well, it's not like anything exciting happens to me anyway. I replied. Luke gave me a grin and was about to reply when we both heard what sounded like a bomb going off outside. <laughs> The windows of the shop rattled, and I felt the bookshop groan, the beams holding up the ceiling deciding whether it was high time they collapsed after all. What the hell was that? (laughs) (laughs) Yay! First first chapter. chapter. Completely done. Nothing missing. Nothing missing. Nothing missing. This is a perfect chapter. No square brackets in the middle that says, insert funny conversation. There, there was a few bits where it went into present tense. Yeah, I know. I've, I've, <laughs> I've really struggled. I don't know That's why fine. I'm used to writing in present. It's not easier. I mean, it's an, it's easier for me now because of habit, but... Yeah. 
I have noticed, so I think you, we can just leave it. <laughs> just make it horrible to read. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So, what did you think about this good? Yeah, good no, chapter? it's good. It's good. I I enjoyed it. Really setting the scene. I really can see the yeah. bearded dragon shop. I love. I, I could feel like the book. <laughs> I love the like descriptions. Creations. Yeah. Very funny. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know why I wrote the line. The smell hit me like a train. <laughs> I just thought it it's was very evocative. Yeah, I just thought like, oh, I can really imagine that. I love the I love the line built by witches in the seventeen hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> Famously, a great time for witches. Well, that's why they built it. Yeah, you they know? had yeah. to have like a, a sanctuary. Yeah, I just picked that year out of thin air. <laughs> <laughs> it was like when's old times? I don't know, the seventeen hundreds. Hmm. Um. Yeah, seventeen hundreds. Where is it? Is it in London? It's it in London. London. Yeah, yeah. I think it's on the underground. It's um, it's by. Which thing is because I went to London so often last year um, to visit boyfriend of the show Tom that mm. um, there was like this pub I kept going to off Tottenham Court Road, which is the chain pub that this bookshop is next to in my mind. So okay. I have a, like a visual, I have a visualization for it. But I think it'll be really funny if we just never look up how to get anywhere in London. Like I think the <laughs> the fight that's about to happen. But she's American. Well, is she? Is she Bella? I thought she was British. She's British. No, I think I think she's American. I think that makes sense. She like <laughs> why <laughs> transferred over to Britain to live with her uncle or close to her uncle. I, I don't know. Oh no, I meant like Bella Forrest. Is, oh, Bella um, is yeah is American. Yeah. So she doesn't know how London so they... works. So it has to be like very American writing London. Okay, but Haley is British. Yeah, Haley's yeah. British. I want. Okay, sure. Haley's British. I think it's she's British. British. Um, I think it's really funny to imagine like them leaving the shop onto like Tottenham Court Road and then then suddenly going to this fight scene at the London Eye which is as far as I'm aware <laughs> halfway across the city centre yeah it's by the river yeah it? so you'd yeah. have to like get a train <laughs> but say she, as she walks out she's like she could see a dark shadow over London Eye yeah. <laughs> She's like, as I walked out London, of my shop, I saw eye. the Houses of Parliament directly in front of me. As she walked out, blinking into the sun, she saw the London Eye in front of her. And before, no, it says something like, um, for a minute she couldn't figure out what was wrong with it. Something was changed. But what was it? And then she looks at it and she's like, oh, there's a portal on it. <laughs> but I do think she has to, she's going to have to take like a ton of like, it, it, she she goes outside and she immediately sees the uh, London Eye being fucked up, but then she still like needs to take uh, too many tube stations for that to get there. Then then it would make sense. Yeah, or we could do like a um. Did you guys ever read Neverwhere by Neil Gaiman? Yeah. We could do like a um, uh, like London Underground, but it's like under London, which underground? Okay. <laughs> oh, like a witch underground. Like an underground. Real, yeah. No, but <laughs> I think it's, I think it's more fun if it's like the real underground because I think there also should be uh, should be an action sequence in mm. in the tube where it's like regular people uh, just minding their business, but then she sees someone suspicious. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good idea. Because then if we're doing this all over Europe, she has the opportunity to do that in, like, the metro as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's Which nice. is going to be great to, like, have a repeat of an action scene again. That's... Yeah. Oh, my God. Can it use, like, all the same descriptive words? <laughs> Please. <as well? laughs> but that's so Bella for us. Like, that's, like, in dark light every time they climb the uh, red bills. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> If you say something like she could hear nothing but the slap of her feet against the hard <laughs> pavement, um, but then it says that in like every action. Yeah, <laughs> she always somehow manages to be isolated within like the first five minutes. Yeah, and has to like she could hear escape hear from the something. smack oh, yeah, of her yeah, feet yeah, as she right. ran like, towards the demon. She's gonna run yeah. out together with Luke, but then she they Luke, like immediately lose sight of each other. Luke gets hit by a bus or something. I don't know. <laughs> No, he, like, gets paralysed or something because his powers aren't strong enough and he, like, can't move and this makes him feel like shit. He's like, oh, I can't believe I let you run in there alone. If anything happened to you and then they're interrupted and it's not brought up again in this book, that there's but like I a think, triangle. Yeah, but I think that needs to be something that comes up later. Like, I think in next in the next chapter, it's just, like, so, I, I, I suddenly didn't see where Luke was. Yeah. But mm. I had to keep going. And then, like, in the chapter yeah. after that, we find out what actually happened to Luke, and it's that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It won't happen immediately. Yeah. It's more like a, a retrospective thing where he's like, damn, that was really rough. You could have died. And she's like, but I didn't. And he's like, but you could have. <laughs> <laughs> and, and in her head, she's like, yeah, but I've always been longing for adventure. And finally, when it arrived on my doorstep, I wasn't going to let Luke hold me back from embracing the full scope of the adventure yeah you know? and he's like framed just kind of like interested in her but he's always going to hold her back whereas sexy exciting vampire marco is always going to like give pull her forward yeah, and kill her yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I still think whenever like maybe even in the first conversation that happens in luke that was in this chapter like She's gonna, she's gonna like casually describe his like strong arms or whatever. Yeah, she's gonna be uh, like his giant pecs rippled as he lands yeah. against the yeah. counter. But, but somehow in a way that makes it clear that she's still not actually interested. Like in a very, I think in a very like cold detached way, she just describes how strong he is. Maybe he's, but maybe like, he's just come from the gym. Yeah. Oh yeah. But he le- he leans across. He like puts his arm, folded arms onto the desk, and she's like. The thin material of his t-shirt stretched tightly against the muscles of his back. Yes. I rolled my eyes. He's such a jock. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's perfect. And she, she, she says something. She's like, get a bigger t-shirt, why don't you? And then he's like, he like smirks and it's like, but then I would be depriving all the ladies of my back muscles. And she's like, damn, what a dumb idiot. Yeah, yeah no, that's he's perfect. the worst. That's exactly what they would say to each other. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> She's unmoved by his back muscles. She's like, that's just fine. She's just like, that's just my step cousin, my adopted <laughs> cousin Luke's sexy back muscles. <laughs> um, I'm I'm really excited to like in this book have her like. <laughs> Sorry, I just had the image of it being like. He took off his shirt to wipe his forehead, and a single drop of sweat. Um, like rolled down the the muscles of his chest. I rolled my eyes. Why is he always so dumb? <laughs> I feel like I feel like we kind of figured out what we need to do for the next episode because I think you should write that, just that dialogue, just that conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and I'm gonna write the next chapter or the beginning of the next chapter. So we can for the yes. next episode, we're gonna have like two things we can talk about or two things we can read out. Yeah. Okay. So polish chapter one and chapter two. Mm. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm gonna do some. I feel I feel like Luke's gonna become my um my expertise character. Uh-huh. I'm gonna. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna do a lot yeah, of. Yeah, just Luke make him stuff. really strong, really bland. <laughs> Extremely yeah. unappealing in any. He's got sandy hair, yeah. because of course he's like mature um, cheddar. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> he's very strong, um, but he's also like yeah, bland, guileless, you know, but also kind of cloying. Yeah, yeah. he's the he's the Jacob of this book, basically. He really right? is. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's the Stefan of this. Love triangle. Yeah, no, he's definitely Stefan. Oh, he's, I, don't I don't even know, know if Stephen he's is. Stefan. Isn't he Matt? <laughs> I guess no. You're right. He is Matt, Matt because Stefan at least goes crazy sometimes and like desires blood. Yeah, whereas the... Matt's just like, I'm sad. I'm gonna be a cop and a waiter. <laughs> I want to be a cop because yeah. that's how I can help my community from vampires. I don't know what what TV show you're talking <laughs> about, but oh. he's the Riley um, Buffy, uh, the vampire. Riley from Buffy. Oh, I hate Riley. Yeah, Riley's exactly. The worst character. <laughs> Um, Riley's the worst version of that kind of character, I think. I um, but yeah, I think it's really good in this book if we have her living in central London, right? Like she lives in Camden or something in yeah. this nice yeah. house with her younger sister Kaylee. Um, yeah, and but she never, never like reflects on her privilege or whatever. It's no, like no, just no, yeah, and she that... like, yeah, she like works in a shop and like never. There's never a question of how she's able to afford central yeah. London property. Yeah, I love well, that. She inherited it's like it. an oh, yeah. American's view of it's normal to live in central London. Yeah. Yeah. I like the idea of her family just like having owned a London property forever and she's just inherited it. Yeah. And she's just like... I do think her... She just thinks it's really normal. Oh, are yeah. her parents dead? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, of course. I think they should be because then she's that she's got it from them. Yeah, I think... Okay. I think they should be dead in a way that should be traumatic for her but isn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's traumatic, but occasionally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she like reflects sad. She reflects sadly on them, and she's like, "Wow, they were so in love. I could never have love like that. That would that's just out of reach for me." Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then she's not like sad about it, really. She's just like, "Yeah." yeah. She she doesn't carry any of that like lasting trauma of a sudden death to like her other relationships. No. Um, oh no. my god! What if they were? <laughs> what if they were hit? By uh, by a tube, and she's gonna reflect <laughs> on it in the next chapter. I was thinking they were hit by one of those big London buses, <laughs> like a double decker. I, mean, I think that's very very funny. I think they, sh- but I do think that they should have died because of supernatural causes. Um, Maybe they were like in a fight a with a vampire <laughs> and were hit by a by something. Yeah. They drowned in the Thames. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, that's, that's perfect. Good. Yeah, they were. They were. They were, they they were, were in fighting. a fight. They were fighting a vampire or something on London Bridge. Oh, I was gonna say. And then they fell in. They were fighting like the creature from the Thames. The Thames. <laughs> from the Thames. So, so, like, like a creature from the Black Lagoon type uh, monster, but it's like, you know, in, in the River Thames. <laughs> Yes, I have to inform you it's pronounced Thames. <laughs> it's <a> Thames. Thames. <laughs> Thames is extremely good though, thank yeah. you. Um, yeah, but what if like... <laughs> I'm like trying to... In, like... in German we pronounce it Thames, 
But I was like, it's written so differently in English. <laughs> yeah, it's stupid. I think it's funny, though, that... I think maybe we should just start calling it the Rither Thames. <laughs> what does it mean? What is Thames? What is what is that? I've got it's no such idea. a bad name for a river. It doesn't sound like an English word, even. It doesn't, especially with I mean, how it's pronounced. It's probably, like, Anglo-Saxon or something. Yeah. Um... It's not even it's, it's it's not even what the river is. The river is the Isis. It's just like they call it the Thames and it's in London. Yeah, it's fine. Um Hmm. Yeah, um, sorry, I just went to look up and see if we were... could figure out um where the name Thames came from, but I've just seen it's got a 4.4 stars on Google reviews. <laughs> <laughs> the Thames <laughs> shit river. The yeah. river. Um, yeah. It's from um it's derived from the Britonic Celtic name for the river Tamises. Um, I'm actually and like yielding modern Welsh tav tavus tens. I am now reconsidering the idea that it should be a river monster because I also like the idea that it's like what you suggested earlier. That it's like a fight on the fight on the bridge or whatever. But then yeah. it's like a mm. Sherlock Holmes Reichenbach for thing where they, they like drag the vampire with themselves and make a self sacrifice. <gasps> oh yeah, okay. because then you have room for like that vampire's friends at some point in the later books coming for like revenge yeah Mm. maybe there's maybe there's gonna be like hints that her parents are actually still alive yeah but it's like gonna turn out that they're not (laughs) she's gonna get really (laughs) upset about it no but she needs to like get some messages from them that they may be left yeah maybe they met maybe they left like a sort of um like a timed message whereas if certain circumstances came into into existence like the demons coming through or whatever, then it releases like a magic spell which like sends her a message. Yeah, um, they're like, dear Haley and Kaylee, if you are reading this, we are dead. <laughs> we fell into the Thames. <laughs> I don't think they know how they're gonna die. I think <laughs> we have fallen to our watery grave. Nevertheless, <laughs> nevertheless, you must stay dry on the land. <laughs> and then that's also a premonition because that means she has to stay away from damp, damp Luke. I'm obsessed. Yeah, I'm obsessed with the line in this where you're like, "Wow, I, I," where she's like, "I hope that's not a premonition." <laughs> yeah, she has like horrible dreams of someone being in her head and mind melding with her, and she's like, "Damn, hope this doesn't mean anything." Yeah, I just that's think so that's exactly the kind of ham-fisted foreshadowing we want. Is the thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it maybe that is too obvious, but I think it's very funny. No, I like, I love it. Maybe, you know, she has, here's like a whispering, maybe, and she's like, as if it's like the ghost of someone else's thoughts, um, but she can't quite hear what it's saying. Um, when she's like, damn, I've had this all my life, is this like, Ooh. whispering. And then eventually at the end, she realizes that actually she's been able to hear Marco her entire life because of like time stuff. Oh yeah. my God. Because she's also, because she can, she has like slightly, she can do premonitions. How would you say that? She is slightly clairvoyant, I guess, would be the... Precognitive. Precognitive. Demi-cognitive. Pre-cognitive. Yeah. Hmm. Semi-demi-precognitive. Yeah. Hemi-demi-semi-precognitive, yeah. I I hear that's hard to say. Demi-rebi-precognitive. Very short note, yeah. (laughs) Um... (laughs) She was so, bone dry having evidently <laughs> cast an umbrella spell. It's so good. She <laughs> might as well have gotten soaked for the look she gave me. Damn, if only her parents had um, <laughs> cast an umbrella spell and <laughs> fell in the tent. 
Maybe they did. <laughs> yeah, maybe they're alive. Maybe they did. They're at the bottom <laughs> of the Thames. They just can't leave. <laughs> they can't get out. They're trapped in a shopping trolley at the bottom of the Thames. <laughs> maybe they escaped to some Eastern European country. <laughs> they just forgot. They got pushed out to sea by the Thames. Yeah. I think there should... Maybe there's going to be like a character, who, like a mysterious <coughs> older character who appears and it's like gets hinted that it's gonna be one of her parents but then it's not yeah yeah they form like a parent daughter relationship and it's sort of hinted like a sort of star wars leia thing and then never happens (laughs) (laughs) i am very excited about this i'm i'm glad Mm -hmm. i feel like we're hitting the ground running here (laughs) i think so i think we got a good start and it's always hard to do the stats yeah yeah this was tough i spent a very stupidly long time trying to get like a first sentence down and it's not I even know, like a great sad. first sentence but i was it's talking enough i was talking to my parents like what what's important to you when you start reading a book and my dad was like straight into the action and my mom was like no you need build up and mm. i was like thanks guys this has been constructive <laughs> <laughs> no but i love that you started with nights to lay over london because as we all know it was a dark and stormy night is like the yeah, uh, perfect way to start a novel. <laughs> it was a dark and stormy night. Yeah. What if there was just a guy who was a knight and he was like angry, and it was like there was a dark mm. and stormy night. What if it was a? <laughs> it was like a knight. What if it was a British rapper and it was a dark and stormy, and stormy. night? <laughs> oh my god! It would be appropriate for London. Yeah. It was a dark and stormy night, I thought to myself, as can I walked have, out of the tube blasting, heavy as the head, through my speedphones. <laughs> can we just have a hint that Stormzy is a witch? <laughs> oh, we got a, yeah, we got a, like, subtly hint on some celebrities being secretly, actually. This is so, so much better world building than Harry Potter. Uh, I'm just yeah. thinking about mm-hmm. it. So... They have the thing in House of Night where it's meant to be that vampires are just naturally more creative and like attractive mm-hmm. than normal people, and that like all the big celebrities are all um, <laughs> yeah they are are actually like vampires. That's yes. why they like the nightlife. Yeah, famously, yeah. celebrities are celebrities because they are just more creative than us. Yeah, that's why uh-huh. um, it's meritocracy. It's real. Yeah. <laughs> I um yeah. So who are we going with for celebrity witches? What Stormzy? Stormzy, absolutely. <laughs> um, um, it has to be like weird, outdated celebrities that Elton no one really John. cares about anymore. Um, Johnny Depp. No. <laughs> I refuse uh, to bring up Johnny Depp in this book. I'm always thinking about how they're always talking about how hot Johnny Depp is in House of Night. And then I also think of the Pretty Little Liars books where um, they say that something can't remember what they were referring to but they're saying you can't tell the truth about these things like admitting that johnny depp isn't hot but is actually kind of old and weird <laughs> and i was like god damn go off i just liars. i just Pretty googled good. british celebrities so <laughs> there isn't any uh, let me hit you with some choices here um okay. first one emma watson <laughs> mm, i don't think no. so we can't we can't admit that young adult Books yeah. exist in this uh, Christian Bale. Because if Emma Watson's one. famous in this universe, that means Harry Potter's real in this yeah, universe, exactly. and I don't want so that. Exactly. We can't. We can't acknowledge those. For some reason, Princess Diana is in the top place. I think Princess Diana <laughs> was a witch. It's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Princess Diana. 
Uh, Princess Diana is a witch, dies anyway. (laughs) Princess Diana is a witch. The royal family are witch hunters. They had her killed. Oh my god. They invited her in and then killed her. What if she was a vampire and they're witches and then that's why she had to die? Oh, wow. Yes. Okay, that's good. So Stormzy, Princess Diana. I really like Hugh Grant out of this list here. Hugh Grant could be a witch. I think it could be because it's got to be someone outdated, right? So we can't you can't put on. Yeah. It also has like Robert Pattinson, Harry Styles here. <laughs> Robert no. Pattinson is a Harry vampire. Harry Styles is nothing. <laughs> Harry Styles is a werewolf. Is he? No, I don't mm. think we can acknowledge like people who are like actually relevant to um, to okay. young adult fiction. I also I think celebrities can't be werewolves because werewolves aren't like hot enough in in the universe. Yeah. They're like. They're not allowed to become Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, Kenneth Branagh. Um, maybe. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Amy Winehouse is here. That's. I think that's a good one because she's also dead. So it it can be like, <laughs> damn, she was a witch gone too soon. <laughs> maybe she was a vampire. Oh, maybe she's a vampire and still alive. Mm. We we can't write in our book. Maybe Amy Winehouse is still alive and is a vampire somewhere. <laughs> I um, think it's just hinted. She's just she's just gonna yeah. be it's just gonna be someone called Amy, and she's gonna say something about like go to rehab. No, I was thinking I was thinking that they like go to um, a vampire's fancy house at one point, and there's like a bunch of portraits on the wall of like their relatives. Oh, yeah. And one of oh. them, and one of them is like a, a lady with a beehive hairdo, and they're like, "Oh yes, my cousin, a great singer, sadly gone before her time." <laughs> Perfect. I, I'm I'm already getting goosebumps from from the feelings. Yes, the feels. They're the intense. Feels. Um, how about um Judy Dench? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that I think she needs to be like a really powerful witch. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, she's very matriarchal. Yeah. Yeah. I think and I think that's enough celebrities. Yeah. I mean, we don't want to like we don't want to like Although I am seeing Helena Bonham Carter here, so. No. Uh, she no. wishes. She wishes. She, she wants to be a witch and witches find her really embarrassing because she just yeah. wants to be a witch so hard but she isn't. So, our list of celebrities though also supernatural are Stormzy, Princess Diana, <laughs> Amy Winehouse and Judy Dench. A good list. A fine <laughs> cream of british celebrity that that is honestly perfect uh, okay um what if it was steve coogan okay <laughs> steve coogan is a vampire it's very funny <laughs> i love that ricky gervais okay continue no i need to look up who steve coogan is he's alan partridge oh alan partridge yeah. yeah um so, <laughs> last uh, in our private conversations, we discussed some names. Oh yeah, for um, our very plucky side characters. So we have now our team, which is Haley, yes. Marco, <laughs> Luke, um, mm-hmm. Vampire Horus. Uh, no, sorry, Werewolf, who's called Horus. Yeah, his Horus. name is Horus. It's funny because Horus is like a bird, but he's a wolf. Yeah, someone will make a joke at some point. Or he will. Mm-hmm. And then we <laughs> have not. Tanya, the hacker. Tanya, the... So uh, I guess we have decided will be Russian. Sexy cold hacker. 
Uh-huh. He he say um at one point Horace is like um explaining something but it's like kind of exposition-y and someone's like I know you're Horace but you could try not to bore us. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Thank you. Um I'm imagining a scene in my head with Tanya the sexy Russian hacker where mm-hmm. she's like doing something she's there, like I've hacked into the mainframe and I've rerouted them round the uh fucking <laughs> nodes or something the nodes are off (laughs) the nodes are off and then one of the others is like speak English woman (laughs) probably Luke yeah Luke's like there's also gonna be a scene English I don't know why it looks American to me there's gonna be a scene because uh because because Tanya is the only Mm. non-magical person on the team so I think there's gonna be a scene where someone uh where where someone's like, uh, we need to break the spell of whatever, the, the immortal incantation that closed this gate. And and then Tanya says, you do your magic and I do mine. And then she's like, oh, hell yeah. Oh, I think we should also have somebody quoting that. Um, is it Asimov where like she's maybe she's got like a fucking Alexa or something and she tells it to turn the kettle on and one of the other, one of the like old witches is like wow and she's like any t- sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic and it's just like <laughs> a google home <laughs> I think that would be really funny <laughs> I think we also need to mention that because we discussed this in discord but I, I'm not sure if we said this on the main episode uh, or, or on the episode, the bonus episode, whatever, uh, that Tanya and Horus is also gonna be like the. It's good. This gotta be like the cool ship because yeah, yeah. The the you know mainstream uh, hard spell fans uh, are gonna be all about uh, Haley and Marco, mm-hmm. but you know the cool fandom, the the the, the good fix are gonna be written about Horus and Tanya. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah. like. Because um, we're never really going to see their relationship develop that much. They'll just at some point get together, uh, and we'll find out that they've gotten together. And um, in the fan fictions, it's all like from her point of view, like oh, a foolish werewolf. And then <laughs> eventually, like she's like, ah, oh, but he's attractive and very kind to me. And then that's how it how it goes. Yeah, I would, I would love to read some fan fiction of this. <laughs> well, you're in luck because we get to write the fiction. Oh yes, hell so. yeah, that's even better. <laughs> but yeah, we write listen. we write the bad canon version of this, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you, dear patrons, get to write the fanfic about it that is uh, that develops the relationships much better than we do. That yeah. would be uh, that would bring me bring me so much joy if we wrote something and then people wrote fanfiction of it, and also if people did fan art. Listeners, oh, yeah, if please. you feel like doing fan art of um, <laughs> our. <laughs> Heroin Haley Jennifer. Then you should. You're very welcome to. Yeah. <laughs> she, she, her, the description of her is she has red hair and green eyes and a flat ass. <laughs> well, we're not saying she is a flat ass. She just doesn't. She's not thick. It's just not notable. Yeah. Yeah. It's just there's just gonna be no descriptions of her ass, and that's she, fine. She's she doesn't wear makeup. Um, and she thinks she's very plain, but actually she's very hot secretly. Yeah, her not wearing makeup is actually what makes her hot. I think That's at some point, maybe yeah. she goes for like a drink with Marco and she decides that one time to wear makeup and she oh, says shit. she's not doing it very well, but she actually does it perfectly. And he like is a little bit speechless for a couple seconds. 
Yeah. Well, no, no, I he, thought Marco speechless. was gonna be like. I thought Marco was gonna be like. That's not you. I prefer you without the artificial uh, products in your face. I don't know. I think Marco can appreciate someone putting in effort. I think Luke's more. Yeah. More... Luke would yeah. be like, "This not. It's not you. You don't wear makeup. Or, like, <laughs> go on dates." And she's like, "Well, maybe it could be me, Luke." You oh, don't that's know. good. Yeah, she meets like both of them in that scene. So first, it's yeah. like Luke is gonna be mean, and then she's very upset about it, and meets uh, Marco in a bad mood. But Marco immediately compliments her, and I've, her heart skips a beat. <laughs> Marco's I was like, more... eyeliner on fleek." <laughs> I was thinking more like they're in a bar on a date, and then Luke has to interrupt them because they have to go do a mission, and he like interrupts their date and pulls oh, her out. Oh, that's also good. And then he's like really grumpy the entire time, and she's like, "What's his issue?" And it's because they're on a date, and she's and he's like, "This just isn't like you. You can't get manipulated by the fact that you can hear each other's thoughts or whatever." Yeah. Oh, this is so juicy. Oh, I'm so excited for this. Uh, I think we're gonna have to. At one point, Lucy, when you're editing this, uh, also save just the audiobook segment as a separate file. So, yeah. Uh, so we can later on do a supercut of the entire audiobook. <gasps> oh, that would be so good. Yes, I will do that. Um, Hell yeah. We can add in the conversation that uh, <laughs> the chess is going to write later. Yeah. <laughs> I'll edit it in. Just insert that in, yeah. <laughs> that will be a fun project. Editing hundreds of hours <laughs> of an audiobook. Yeah, it's very rewarding. That we're writing as we read it out. <laughs> that will be cohesive and fun to do. People will love it, I think. People will love it. I actually will enjoy that. No, but I think it would be cool if that got released, like, uh, w- without a paywall. <laughs> so everyone gets to hear the final polished product. Yeah. No, and, no paywall. Uh, all these conversations about how it came to be is, is like bonus content. I think, hmm, I think the the actual like novelties, because I I was also thinking because I, I said now we can do this as exclusive episodes, but maybe we can because like setting up a podcast is so easy. Mm. So mm. Uh, maybe we can further down the line, like maybe in half a year, where we already have a huge backlog of these uh, novel writing. Uh, chapters we can just release them as a separate project as just a just a prestige podcast about uh, <laughs> writing a book together yeah it was like my dad wrote a porno but it's like my friends wrote a wine novel <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'd won an award uh-huh we could be the top podcast in the uk yeah, yeah. well oh, patrons let us know if uh, if that would be cool for you if you or if you would feel betrayed if you're Precious yeah. uh, pay what content gets released further down the line for the for the mainstream weeks. Thinking yeah. about but, but a, a situation will... where we do that, and then um, our podcasting friends do do a version of my dad wrote a porno, but it's about my friends wrote a YA novel and they read <laughs> our book. <laughs> they just listen to our podcast and then talk about it. <laughs> I only listen to Immortal Incantations podcast. Uh huh. <laughs> It's good. It's good content. It is pretty good. Um, though there's there's some Bella updates. Well, there's one yeah. Bella update. Which I was oh, gonna... we need to talk about that. Yeah, it's very upsetting. Yeah, well, because I was when was I looking at this? This is when I was investigating for when we did the pitch thing, and I brought up a bunch of stuff with like her email. I was looking at Deborah Forrest and seeing like what she does. 
Um, and then I went onto her website because I was trying to make a timeline of all the books mm. in Excel, which is almost impossible because there's so many. There's so yeah. many. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, Dark Hunt, the upcoming book in the Dark Light series, had a little little red paragraph next to the the bit where it normally says buy the book and i was like what's this and it says due to some unforeseen publishing issues all of bella's additional releases have been temporarily suspended please know that this is being addressed and we hope to have additional information soon bella is as anxious as we are for the books to release and continue to provide Mm. us with the wonderful stories we all enjoy bella died of coronavirus Um, I want to know who we is in this situation. Bella yeah. is anxious, hmm. as is as anxious as we are for the books to release. We, I guess, her publishing or her social media team or whatever. But it, it is kind of the way the, the Bella Forest brand acts because you know mm. our theory on this is that she doesn't exist and it's all ghostwritten. But yeah. the way they they want to portray this is as. Bella is very mysterious and reclusive. Mm. Uh, only those like very early interviews exist about where she talks about I can has cheeseburger. Yeah. <laughs> um, but now they're acting like oh she only you know her social is only updates about her books. Uh, she is you know in her own zone uh, cooking up some new uh, masterful content, but nobody knows her secrets. <laughs> we we know we strongly suspect. Yeah, we have ideas. <laughs> it's not because it's not very subtle the way they're do they're doing it. Like I imagine they think they're doing a great job at this. Mm. Uh, and a ton of her fans, like on the tweet where let me find that tweet. So on the tweet where the at shade of uh, vampire thing posted the publishing issues mentioned have not yet been resolved as such Bella's additional releases have been temporarily suspended etc uh. people are replying like uh, I hope everything is resolved well and soon heart emoji fingers crossed this get, this get fingers crossed this get resolved soon I can only imagine how stressful this must be for Bella yeah she must be mm-hmm. really struggling yeah this isn't her right <laughs> No, this is a different Bella Forest. This, this, I think this is a real Bella Forest. So she's a reporter. What if yeah. it just was her, though? I think Bella Forest is like a relatively normal name. That it's conceivable there are normal pe- there are people unrelated from the YA author existing. Mm. It's not a real name for YA, YA author, but it is a real name for. Yeah, I, think I mean, so. also she's this Bella Forest is a journalist, so it's possible that it's still a fake name. That's yeah. True. Like weather reporters. I just I, hmm. I she's just so suspicious. What suspicions? What suspicious about this? I don't know. I'm just looking at because there's one picture of her that shows up all all the time on the internet. Is that the one who's actually? No, that's that's Deborah Deborah Forrest. But actually, I I have a suspicion about this image because we didn't say it this way uh, on the episode we talked about her, but. I think this image that shows up around her isn't even intended by uh, by BellaForest.net to be her author photo or whatever. They just want her to have no photo. I think the reason why it shows up because because there's there was one article that mistakenly no there was one article about Deborah Forest. Mm. 
Yeah, so the Deborah Forrest profile or, or interview used these pics in the, that are on the Amazon page. Okay. And then there was a different thing about the keynote speakers or whatever, but I think there's just an algorithmically collected thing where they might have accidentally used the Bella Forest pick. And that's the only website okay. where, they, where they use Bella Forest for that. But because of the way Google works, now if you Google Bella Forest, this is going to be the one picture that comes up. Yeah, it is. It hasn't that's stopped, so interesting. But it hasn't stopped like previous like or more recent articles from using this photo. No. So the because accident, it's the, it because the picture that comes photo. up from the Google algorithm. Yeah. So I think it just perpetuates itself. Yeah. Uh, even though it might not even have been like, I, I don't think anymore that Bella Forest act, intentionally stole this image. I think they just used no image. They just made no author profile for her. Mm. And I think other websites, like at one point, one person accidentally used the image, and now Google made it so that this is her. <laughs> yeah. Which is fascinating in itself. Yeah, it's just Deborah Forest happens to look like a nice smiley. YA mm -hmm. author mum type yeah yeah okay is there anything else to discuss about Hartsbra um, um I think we got a game plan for the next mm -hmm. yeah. section um how what what sort of time is the next chapter gonna span like is it the whole of the attack I mean that's um, sort of up to you Janos um I'll see how much I get written yeah okay uh, yeah we'll see we'll see how far we get uh, it might be the whole of the attack. It might be just half of it. I might also just write half of a chapter and then have one of you finish it after okay. that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very excited for the writing style to just change constantly. I think that's oh, good. it's going to be so great. Yeah, I'm very excited for the tenses to become consistent when you guys pick up. <laughs> uh -huh. I'm very excited to have that uh, that Luke conversation just like spliced into that chapter. Yeah, it's going to be very natural and well done. Yeah. I think. I can't wait. Mm hmm Okay. I think this is a good way of writing a book. Yeah, this is the only way to write a book. This is <laughs> yeah. how Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett wrote Good Omens. <laughs> <laughs> On a Google Doc, meeting up once a week to read it aloud to each other and saying, yeah, that's <laughs> funny. <laughs> yeah, recording a podcast about it. Yeah, yeah. it's the only way. I really think this is such a solid podcast concept, though, to write a book together. Like, this is why I think we should, at one point, just, like, when we have enough episodes together, just start slowly releasing them. Because it's such a good concept. Mm hmm I think so, too. I think it's very funny. <laughs> it's, um... Yeah, it's very funny. I just... I, I think about the fact that we're doing this sometimes, and my... I, I hoot and I holler. Yeah. I honestly do. I think it's very funny. I'm glad that lockdown has led us to this place. I feel grateful for that, at least. Mm -hmm. There's like a cosmically tiny decisions in my life uh, slowly <laughs> snowballed into this. Yeah, it's all thanks to the Facebook algorithm um, sending Lucy Harley Merlin ads. Yeah. Yeah. If I hadn't done that and I hadn't decided to buy one for 99p, where would we be today? We would have been making a film instead. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all thanks to me uh, stumbling over a Jojo's Bizarre Adventure podcast and joining a Discord. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's really at the root, I think. This is all down to me failing my A-levels and going to Cardiff University through clearing <laughs> and meeting Charlotte. <laughs> 
Yeah, this is about me dropping out of university and then going to Cardiff instead, yeah. and then deciding to go to the share drinks reception and then meeting Lucy and playing pool with her while drunk. Yeah, it's also about you guesting on a podcast exactly once. Yes, <laughs> I guested on a podcast and then the podcast absorbed me into it. Yeah. Um, which was always my intention, as I said. It was always a plan by me. That is... That is very good because uh, when you were on, I was like immediately thinking, this this could be great every week. <laughs> People say that they're like Charlotte, great every week. Yeah. <laughs> and now look how far we've come. And now we're here and we're writing a book together. Isn't that fun? <laughs> anyway, I still yeah. Now now that we finally like have most of one chapter. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I I finally start to believe that this is actually happening, so this is very exciting. Yeah, I yeah, this is good. <laughs> Did you? I'm sorry, I have to bring this up. You know, we were talking about how she, uh, she has to do that thing where she's kind of really horny for all the female characters, but still yes. straight. Did you yeah. like the bit where? Jenna comes in and she's yeah, like, and she's like she's supernaturally beautiful. Yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I just have a thing. I think I'm obsessed with the horrible, attractive bitches in every teen thing. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Psychosexual. Um, yeah, well, <laughs> so I want I just, someone to sexually bully me. <laughs> yeah, I just need there to be a lot in this where they're like genuinely very horrible, but also like kind of good at the same time. And yeah. like make good points, you know, when they're like yeah. horrible bullies, but actually, actually they like have a point about the main character. Yeah, like that. Yeah, you want someone to tell you what's what. Yeah, they'll be like in, the one in House of Night was Aphrodite, who was like the only sane character, but everyone was like Aphrodite's such a bitch. <laughs> but she was right. Love <laughs> this motherfucker named Aphrodite. That's really good. Well, in that book, they get to when you become a vampire, you get to give yourself a new name. So she chose Aphrodite. Oh, I like That's that. That's pretty epic. Yeah. And her her best friend called herself Venus, so it was like a thing. Okay. That's a bit cringe, though. Actually, That's, well, they the fell same out. Person. Yeah, but it's different names. I think to have. To, you know, having your best friend rename themselves Aphrodite and then you jump in like, yeah, and uh, I'm gonna be called fucking uh, Venus. Venus. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna rename myself Wei Wushan and then Chess is gonna be. I'm gonna name myself the Yiling Patriarch. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what you mean, but yeah. Um. <laughs> Maybe one of our Patreon people is like, damn, good joke. Um. <laughs> If that, um, oh. <laughs> sorry, I'm just stretching. Oh, that's okay. This is a <laughs> behind the scenes. We're recording much earlier in the day than we usually do. Yeah, yeah, I like I'm it. S- I'm still. In I dramas. like it. It's such a different energy. I, I'm appreciating it. Yeah, I mean, this time I'm, I can actually have a coffee because when we record normally at 9pm yeah. Yeah. and like, oh, we're past coffee hours and I've usually had like a glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> Not much, yeah. just a but little. like a little. Just a yeah. little dinner. Whereas this, I'm feeling crisp, I'm feeling sharp, I can, I'm feeling punchy, you know, I can yeah, punch out awake. some ideas. Yeah. What if Trump died during recording? Um I Very don't funny. think he did, unless they, you know. But even if he died, they would keep it uh, 
secret for a while. So maybe, maybe he's already dead. Maybe, maybe he died. Maybe he died when you're listening to this. Maybe he died when you're listening to this in like half a year when either you join the Patreon or we decide to release it to the public. So uh, if that happens, please let us know. Yeah, so that was the first part of our great um, Immortal Infernal Incantations series. The uh, American spell. novel heart spell. Yeah, truly the only American novel. Yeah. <laughs> the only one worth reading. The less great American novel. Yes, exactly. Um, well, I can't believe we'll... books are going to retire after this. I know, they're going to give up. Yeah, so we'll be back next week with another bonus episode. Um, until then, thank you very much for donating to our Patreon. It's very kind of you, and we appreciate it. Yeah. Um, although obviously it's worth it because of this great content that you are consuming. So am I that thankful? Who knows? Um, <laughs> I am. I'm sorry. Just feeling fighty. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's earlier in the morning, so Charles is feeling more aggressive than usual. <laughs> this is what I'm like on a normal day-to-day basis. You should be uh-huh. grateful we normally record in the evening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but that's true. This is what you are like on the Funko Pop streams, so... Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, So um, until then, uh, we hope you're well and Mm -hmm. uh, viva le boye. And -hmm. we'll see you soon. Bye. Yeah, Yeah, get better, Bella. Get get better, Bella. Bella Bella was Donald Trump the entire time. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, Okay, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.